0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to the greatest podcast in all of human history. (laughs) Today we have an awesome episode and it might be a little bit short because I got a chicken paw pie in the oven and we're trying to eat it later. But thank you anyway for joining us for
1: Sundays at 7. Okay of Exodus and Leviticus. We did two
0: books last week. Yeah we did. You know we can't do 66 podcast episodes. It's mm-hmm. gonna be
1: wild. Yeah and a lot of them obviously they're all threaded together but a lot of them those two specifically go together. Right. So the book of Exodus is a story of God rescuing the children. of Israel there was about a million of them. Let's say a little bit more than that probably.
0: Yeah I think like 600,000 men and so that's not including women and children. Mm-hmm. They all exited from Egypt.
1: Yeah, so the, the story of God's redemption, of their story, out of Egypt. And it ends with the Lord filling the tabernacle. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And Moses is not allowed to enter.
1: Mm-hmm. And then that leads right into Leviticus, right. which a lot of people say is a book of rules, which it kind of is. I know, and a lot of people
0: are like, I don't want to read Leviticus. Mm-hmm. Ew. But, but specifically, so much in Leviticus. it's about
1: God's holiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the main And point. how god's holiness and what he expects of his people and how to be in the presence of such a holy god and so then that leads us right into numbers numbers have you heard What's of uh israelites being wandering around for 40 years yeah that's numbers i know in the desert yep
0: or wilderness they're just wandering around yeah they are and
1: complaining and rumbling complain too much for me mm-hmm. but i do the same thing me too i a grumble and complain nature listen it happened then and it's happening now
0: you're right it's It's humans so the israelites we start numbers and they are finishing up i mean previously they've just gotten the ten commandments moses went up to mount sinai and he um, got the ten commandments brought them down then he went up and got more rules and came back down so they're wrapping up a one-year stay at mount sinai and the way that the book is actually laid out is they're at mount sinai and then they travel for a little bit and then they arrive at the wilderness of Paran, and then they travel for a little bit and then they arrive at arrive at the plains of Moab. So it's a lot of traveling and a lot of staying. But the book of Numbers, go figure, opens up with a census. Does anyone know what a census is? Ooh. Actually, I just had to fill out a census recently, I feel like. Yeah. Like takes account of the people. So
1: there's another one of those later on in the Bible.
0: Ooh. 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 <laughs> anyway, so the book opens up with a census. They're trying to tabulate all these people and Um, Right after they do a census, it's a bunch of laws on how the Israelites are supposed to set up their camp when they stop, if they're done walking. And it's actually really crazy the way that they laid out. They put the temple in the middle, the Ark of the Covenant, around in like a circle kind of, the temple or the Levites and the priests, and then kind of in like a cross formation there's like three tribes on the back or like three tribes on the north three tribes on the south three tribes on the west and three tribes on the east and judah is the head tribe and so those are the those are the people that go out first when they start walking so it's in a cross shape so there's a lot of rules on how they're supposed to lay that out and um in chapter 10 it actually talks about how the cloud of god lifts off of the tabernacle and leads the israelites into the wilderness which is really cool um but, obviously, you know, we just talked about the Israelites are complaining a lot. They're always complaining. And so, they're grumbling and saying, please take us back to Egypt where life was good. And they want food and they want water and they want all this stuff. So, they arrive in the wilderness of Perrin. And this is when Moses sends 12 spies into... <laughs> just, I love this story. I love story
1: and that kind of has my brother in a little
0: Ooh, it does yep so they send 12 spies into this land um one from each tribe and they they're trying to see if this land is going to be good if they can overtake the people that are in the land and the 12 spies come back 10 say they cannot take them overtake them and then two caleb and joshua say that they can (laughs) and so that's such a good story
1: Emma. shout out to my brother because he's like that he Finds the good and sees the positive, and that's what they did. Yes, that's
0: so good. Mm -hmm. Um, So then there's more complaining, and God is really mad, and Moses intercedes on the people, and they're like fighting so much about what they're going to do, and um, God ends up actually banishing them into the wilderness for... That for that whole generation. So he said, the generation now will not enter into the promised land. It will be your children that will enter. And so all of these people are just going to wander around the wilderness until they die, basically. And their children are going to get the promise that he promised to Abraham. So there's a really crazy part, though, in, in between all of this, in between the complaining and all the stuff. And God calls Moses to speak to this rock um, and water will come out of it. And Moses actually strikes the rock twice with his stick. What's it called? Staff. Staff. There you go. He strikes the rock with the staff twice. And because um, he tried to take the place of God and doing his own thing, he actually dishonored God. And he will now die in the wilderness with that generation. And so he tells Moses, hey, listen, you're not going to go into the promised land, even though you've just led all of these people through the wilderness, which is really sad. This is just sad story on sad story on sad story. Okay, so after all the grumbling and the complaining and the dishonoring and the mess-ups and everyone faulting, Kippen's Alexa keeps going.
1: On. I, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's such a good little background noise. Though.
0: <laughs> anyway, so after all of this, there is a story. The king of Moab, I guess the Israelites are approaching um, that part of the land. And the king of Moab is getting scared of what they're going to do. And so he actually hires a sorcerer. His name is Balaam. And he tells the sorcerer to go up to this rock and to curse the Israelites so that they won't harm them. And so the Israelites are down in the valley complaining and Balaam is up on the hill getting ready to curse them and he can't. He can't curse them. All he can do is speak blessings to the Israelites because God is interceding on behalf of the people even though they're down in the valley complaining about everything. So this happens three times. He tries to curse them three times and he can only utter blessings to the people. And then after this, Balaam actually receives a vision of a future king that will come, which is Jesus. And... He will save the people and ultimately be the blessing giver.
1: Which points to how, relating it to now, God is always interceding on our behalf, always. even when we can't see it or don't know it.
0: And so we have a, we have a friend, really special friend. <laughs> and what's so funny about this is K-10 was about to go into all of this. Because he actually wrote a song called Deuteronomy. We're moving into Deuteronomy We're now. Getting ready to move into Deuteronomy. Yep. And he wrote this song called Deuteronomy, and it's so good. And lo and behold, he just walked in. Praise the Lord, Lord! He walked in at my house. <laughs> yeah. And so instead of us explaining it, we thought we would give him a little shout out, and then maybe he can explain why he decided to write the song.
1: And so. maybe what you learned, like why you named it Deuteronomy, like you know what you learned about Deuteronomy. I'm sure you probably read it when you wrote the song yeah so welcome Zach Cowan yeah hi, hi Zach Cowan. wait this is
0: our first guest on our bible series
1: Whoa! Oh, no for real <laughs> yes let's go
0: so why why did Deuteronomy why did you write it what did you learn give us the deeds
2: so okay uh long story short short story long um every year um I read the bible in 30 days with some friends of mine okay and every year you get like large scopes of uh the bible and, and and every year there's something new that pops out right you're reading the same thing but every year like we we pray for god to reveal something to us to show us something new and every year he does one year um this past year 2020 um the the book of deuteronomy was just a, a major highlight for me um it, it very much stuck out so um uh i, I began studying more into that book um it's, it's a little boring but uh at times but it's 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 a, it's a good it's a good book it's a good book um, it's a recap. So God has already declared that the Israelites are not going to uh, enter into the promised land. That generation is not going to enter into the promised land, including Moses, because of all their grumbling and complaining that you guys have mentioned. Um, but the next generation is going gonna, is gonna to be able to do that. So this is a, a book that retells the history of the Israelites up until that very point to remind the Israelites uh why they're in the predicament that they are in now why why they are where they are and uh also to show of god's faithfulness to them even in spite of all their grumbling and complaining and sin that he is still a god who is going to be faithful who is going to deliver his people and keep his promises so this is the book of deuteronomy Um, So, right, I I wrote uh, with my friend, uh, Justin Garza. Shout out, Justin. Shout out. 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 Um, We wrote an album called Deuteronomy, and and we wanted the entire album to um, have that very theme, on on looking back on all that God has done for us, even in spite of our own brokenness and mistakes and flaws and sin, and be reminded that uh, God is still a God who keeps his promises and that we can see the thousands of promises that God gives us in Scripture and know that he is going to keep his word for every single one of them. Um, And then specifically, we wrote a song called Deuteronomy. Again, that just zeroes in on that very theme. And the inspiration for it came from uh, Deuteronomy 32, which is, this is right before uh, Moses passes away right he goes on the hill and he oversees the entire Mm -hmm. promised land and then he he passes he never actually gets to go into the promised land but he gets he he sees it from afar um but god gives him this song to give the israelites once again reminding them of where they've been and and their wickedness and and their just whiny immature behavior uh to put it lightly uh (laughs) but then also remind them that God is still going to come through for them. So there's this beautiful song that um, uh, God gives them. And it, I mean, it literally, it's its a very long song. And it just uh, talks uh, about all the things that the Israelites have done wrong. Like it's just, <laughs> the first like few verses are, hey, all of creation, listen up. Let me tell you how stupid the Israelites have been. And then at the very end of it, it'll be like, no, but wait, I'm still God. And I'm still going to beat it
0: for you. That's so good. That's good. And it's so, so Numbers ends, mm-hmm. and they take a new census of the people, they win mm-hmm. battles, and then Moses is about to speak, and that's where Deuteronomy comes mm-hmm. in. And Moses is explaining, like you said, the Torah to all the new generations. He's mm-hmm. recapping yeah. why they are where they are, basically. And he starts off the book with a speech. He The middle of the book has a bunch of laws about worship, and that's where we learn about tithing, give one-tenth, mm-hmm. and then... Um, it talks about the Israelite leaders, the elders, the priests, the kings, and then the civil laws about marriage, and about business, and about social justice, and then he, it, the tail end of the chapter is his final speech, which is where that song comes in, mm-hmm. and I think it's so important um, to bring up, there's a verse, well, one verse I want to bring up is Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5, it's the Shema, and it says, listen Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord <laughs> the Lord alone you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart all of your soul and all of your might. and I'm sure a lot of people have heard that but that is so important and then the other verse that I wanted to bring up is uh, Deuteronomy 30 15 and it basically says I'm going to summarize it because it's pretty long it's like 15 through 20 It says, see, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. And it basically says, if you listen and you obey, you will be blessed. If you don't listen and you don't obey, there will be famine, there will be evil. You're going to suffer the consequences for it. And he says, therefore, please choose life. When you go into this promised land, choose life. And then he says, but I know you're going to rebel anyway. He says that. Oh, yeah. And then, just as Dick Cowan said, um, he gives them the song to... For the people, and then he actually goes up, and the Lord shows him the Promised Land. And Cajun has the verse. I thought it'd be cool to read it. Uh,
1: Thirty four four. And the Lord said to him, "This is the land of which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to your offspring. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there."
0: And so he shows him the Promised Land. He gets to see it, and then the Lord actually buries Moses on that hill. That's right, right? The Lord mm-hmm. buries Moses, and then to this day, no one knows where he was buried. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so important because there's a there's a part in, the, in chapter 34 where it says, like, Moses, the servant of the Lord. Like, he still considers him a servant of the Lord, even though, like, he is suffering the consequences for his actions. And it kind of, we talked about this a little bit earlier, it goes into, like, God is remaining true on all of his promises, mm-hmm. always.
1: Like, God's going to do what he's going to do, no matter who he has to do it through. Right, I think I love the mention of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob too. Like, I this is my promise, and it's going to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. I love that, and that's still the promise today. Yeah, you know how many times I've said you are a God of promises to keep myself going
0: (laughs) in my lifetime, (laughs) and that's
1: like the theme of this book. Like, I have to say that to myself a lot. Like, you're the God of promises.
0: And there's a part in Zach Cowan in their song "Kiss and Revival." It says, "I don't deserve a million second chances," but that's just who you are. And that is so perfect because that is the whole like theme of this. Is like I'm giving you like you don't deserve all of these chances I'm giving you. You know, you're messing up, you're complaining, you're, you want to go back to Egypt. Hello, where you're being enslaved and whipped, and even Moses people. and Miriam like turn on or, um Aaron and Miriam turn on him, but. They don't deserve these second chances, but God is a God of second chances and promises, and that's just who He is, and He's going to continue to deliver them through that. So, there you go, Numbers, wow. Deuteronomy, wow. that was perfect, so good. Uh, hopefully, that wasn't too fast. As always, remember we we're just highlighting the surface here, so you got to go back and read it for yourself. We're just hoping this motivates you to do so. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, any final thoughts?
1: God is a God of promises. Yeah, He
0: is. Amen. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you for joining us. You are awesome. Please join us next week. We will have a new episode. Maybe a new surprise guest. Who knows? I hope so. Uh, You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening to Sunday's Sundays at 7. 7. Hey guys, if you liked today's episode, please feel free to follow us and to share on all of our social medias.
1: Is this good? You sound like QVC. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to tell your friends about Sunday's at 7. It's reliable every sunday it's seven
0: <laughs> except for right now it's 7.58 and we haven't <laughs> posted it yet <laughs> listen y'all we're trying to eat our pot pie, so bye, bye.